What's up, Scallyway? What up, Skid? How would that work out this morning? It was pretty good. Fight gone bad. Fight gone bad. Wall balls. Uh, let's see. Wall balls, like a hang clean, box jumps, press, and then shoulder press, and then rowing. I saw you back there. It didn't look like you were putting out too hard. Yeah, I only got, I think I only got like 300 reps per set or something. It's, you know, easy. Well, you're easy new. Work you're and, new to the gym. Well, you know, you got to, uh, you got to build up when you just old limp softy. You got to, you got to, uh, you get gotta a little eat. strength under yourself. You, you hurt eat. yourself, man. You got to ease into it, man. That's like all people ask me all the time. I want to get into running. Y'all, look, when I first started running, I hated it. If you want to get into running, don't go out and don't be dumb and just go out and run 20 miles or even 10 miles the first day you decide you want to run. You get you have a day you wake up, you're all motivated, right? Maybe you watched a some video on Instagram or something and it inspired you. Don't go out and run 10 miles. Because you're going to be down hard yeah. for a week or two after that, or you might injure yourself. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I can remember when I first started running, man, to pass my PST, I would go and take that mile and a half thing, you know, for the test, the PST. I'd do a mile and a half on a track, and um, I had the terriblest shin splints on earth, son. I mean, I remember getting up out of my bed the morning after that, every time I would do that. And as soon as my feet would hit the ground, I would literally fall onto the ground. It hurt so bad. And it's because I, was, I wasn't I was easing into it. Yep. I had decided I wanted to do this, and I was working on a timeline, and I had to pass this test, so I had to do it. And what you don't understand is if you want to get into running, yes, running sucks for everyone in the beginning. It doesn't get fun until you get good at it. Mm -hmm. And you can start, you get your breathing down. Your body actually makes changes. Your body adapts as you run. I It literally took me probably two or three years to become a good runner. Yeah, Your bones get harder. Your muscles, your tendons and ligaments, they all change and toughen up. The, you have to strengthen the bottoms of your feet your hips, all this different stuff, right? So it takes time. Man, I'll always, if I'm doing something new, I'll go to the point to where it's like, all right, I've, I've about had enough, and then I'll go just a little bit more. And then that, yeah. that, that's it, you know. And, I mean, I think people want to get out there and do something that they say is hard, but hard is all relative, you know. Yeah. I mean, what's hard for you it's not going to be doable for somebody else. What you know, we can all do different things. Mm -hmm. So that's what I do: push until you think this is about enough, and then go just a little bit more. Yeah, no, I like that strategy, and just understand that running does get fun if you stay after it. But it's it, it's a long, it's a journey to yeah. become a good runner. Nobody likes to do something they ain't good at. In the beginning. Yeah. But but you get better. Yeah, it hurts. Heck, when I went to the CrossFit the other day for that trial, mm -hmm. everybody in there was doing deadlifts. Everybody in there. I didn't even have weight on my bar. 
Yeah. I just, I just well, I had old, just a regular old bar. Everybody was doing more than me. I walked up to you, I remember, and I was like, uh, we were getting ready to start the workout. And I said, what are you doing, man? You got to put put your weight on your bar. And you said, no, I ain't doing no weight. Uh-huh. So you're doing the right thing. You're really easy. And, and, you know, CrossFit's another thing. Just like running, there's a high, um, I guess, percentage chance that you can get injured in mm-hmm. there if you don't ease into it do everything right and nobody if you get an injury then you are screwed because you might be out for months or even years yeah you might never get back in the game so just think about that guys you don't have to get immediate results same thing in business man i get in a hurry in business and i'm like what the crap i'm 33 years old man i just got out of the navy what two or three years ago We've only been doing business really for a year and a half. Why am I in such a dang rush? Mm -hmm. You know, I I do. I get in a hurry, man. Um, Same thing with relationships. Everything's that way. mm -hmm. You know, you want it all right up front, you know, but that's not the way life works. You've got to pay the man. You got to pay the man. You got to build that endurance. You know, it's just, that's the, that's the way things happen. You got to build that. You got to be consistent, man. Mm-hmm. That's what it takes. Um, What's going on? What's up, guys? Welcome back. This is just going to be a quick comms check this morning. We won't be on here too long, probably. Uh, Just wanted to check in with you guys, let you know what's going on. We'll talk through a, a, a couple of points here in just a second. Uh, from a thing that I wrote the other day um, uh, in 3 of 7 Project World, we got a basic course, Team 8. I got it wrong on my dang Instagram story yesterday. I'm, I am I like Team 7 so much, I just can't quit thinking about them. <laughs> so I announced Team 7 again on Instagram yesterday on the story. It's Team 8 coming up this weekend. Uh, those jokers are getting all new gear. All brand new gear issued to them. Uh, We're looking forward to getting out and doing that. They're kind of spoiled, but we're going to have to find other ways to compensate for the new gear, the flashy gear that they're going to have on out there. Maybe maybe their ground pads will... I don't want them to leak because then we'll have to fix them. But oh, maybe yeah. they'll inflate them with cold air and they'll <laughs> deflate down. Yeah. Uh, there's no telling what'll happen out there, man. And we're even hauling it up in a new trailer. Yeah. We got we got all... We, we're set, man. Next level. This will be next level. So that's what we got going on. I just got off of a confidential video call for an opportunity that might be coming up. We can't We can't talk about that, I don't guess, anymore. I signed the paperwork, so we'll see where that goes. Um, Yeah, life is good, man. I hope you guys are all doing good. Uh, If you you can, stop what you're doing real quick. Leave us a review on iTunes if you're listening to this on an iDevice, an Apple device. It helps the show grow. We just hit the top 200 on the health and fitness category the other day. Man, I don't, I am not happy with top 200. I want to be freaking top number one, son. That's it. You know? And here you, we come. You guys, well, you guys got to leave us those reviews because that's what helps us go up. That's what helps really the show reach other, reach people that need to hear it, which is what it's all about. Yeah. Right? So, I made a post yesterday. I'll dig into this a little, just a little bit, and then I think Blake's got some stuff. Um, 
it takes me a while to write these things sometimes. People and people ask me all the time, are you gonna write a book? I might. I might sit down one day and write a book. Maybe if I get coronavirus again or something and I'm comp I'm in a quarantine. Maybe if I get coronavirus version two, I'll sit down and write a book. But um man, I just can't I just don't stop. I don't stop long enough to write a freaking book, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking when I'm 80 years old, I might do it. If I make it that long, I don't know. If I do, I'm going to tell you, if I do, though, I'm going to self-publish it, I think, because I want it to be real. Yeah. And I don't think, I don't know if the publishers are, are going to, they the pay, uh, for, society doesn't like realness anyways. Realness doesn't really sell oh, too yeah. well, right? So if we do, we'll self-publish it, and then you guys can, if you want it, you can buy it off our website or something. Tell me, it takes me a while to write these dang posts, though, because I put a lot into I love to write, but I take it seriously. So, I wrote this. Has the wool been pulled over your eyes, my dear sheep? I'm not calling all you guys sheep. I'm just talking about the people that has... That, that are sheep, right? It's, uh, um, you know, there's a lot of them out there. That's part of the reason why we're in the scenario we're in right now. Have you been a Have you been led astray by loud talk and book deals? Uh, yeah, we'll dig into what that means right here. Let me bring you back to reality. Followers don't equal credibility. Followers on social media, on freaking YouTube, on all this crap, they don't equal credibility, right? Um, you, you know, it's, it's, it's a facade. It really is. I mean, there's, there's some, there's some realness out there. There's some people that are real that, uh, that, you know, have, have some presence online, but it's not everyone just because you know what, what trips me out is these dang movie stars and athletes and, and musicians that, People literally cling to every word that comes out of their mouth because they're they're famous, right? They have a lot of followers. And I'm like, what gives this joker any credibility? Depends on what they're famous for. You're famous for a movie. Why would you listen to life advice? I mean I don't get it, man. Robin Williams killed himself. You know, he's an awesome actor and everything, but yeah. you don't want to take advice from, you know, from somebody that's in a bad spot like that. Yeah, I, it's never it's never registered with me. Uh, I guess that that's never registered with me how those people in those arenas have have such a voice, right? That influences mm -hmm. so many people. It's interesting to look back at ancient societies, and mm -hmm. what you'll see if you don't look, you don't even have to look that far back in history. But in a lot of societies, actually the actors and uh, musicians and, and this and that, they were actually like the lowest on the, I guess, totem pole mm -hmm. as far as society, having input and influence in society. You know, a lot of societies actually held their warriors and... Yeah. Um, you know, in, in in reverence, they're warriors. They're they're um they're they're thinkers. You know, the 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 most intelligent.
people, which is sounds com that sounds like common sense to me. Well, you look back even like um, you know, kind of the beginning of America when they're doing the plays up on the stage and stuff. All the war, you you know, all the soldiers come in and that's entertainment for them. Like in yeah. the evenings. And but but who's you know the, who's the real hero there? That they're just providing mm-hmm. entertainment for the people. So that's a good point. Yeah, followers don't equal credibility. Noise doesn't equal wisdom. This is so true. But uh, you'll you 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 know as well as I do, the squeaky wheel gets the most oil, right? Squeaky wheel gets the most oil. You see that playing out. If you're if you're being a squeaky wheel, man, just oil yourself up. You know, noise doesn't equal wisdom. Volume doesn't equal strength. Just because I yell and uh, just because somebody's the loudest person in the room has nothing to do with what they're capable of. Um, Usually being the loudest person in the room actually is an indicator of uh, insecurity, I think. So, what they say talk softly and carry a big stick, right? Being the loudest person in the room tells me that you can be loud. That's about all it's Yeah, and <laughs> you know? yeah, and I mean I've served with men like this that were in leadership positions that were the loudest always the loudest people in the meeting. They were always acting pissed off and yelling and doing all this stuff and it was they were usually poor leaders and they were insecure. So just think about the volume that you use and understand that doesn't equal or represent strength. Fame doesn't equal knowledge. I think we covered that. Lights and cameras don't equal work. All right. Now, that coming from a fitness perspective, just because you see a good picture of me in the gym or out on the trail, that's not evidence that I've really done any work. All right. Uh, because I could have went in there and sh- had somebody spray me with a spray bottle and did one rep and got a good picture out of it, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I, it's the same thing on the trail. All these lights and cameras and crap don't equal work, okay? It's something to keep in mind as you're scrolling through whatever you scroll through. Your stories don't equal your reputation. Let's talk about reputation real quick. Why do I say your stories don't equal your reputation? Because your stories are your stories. Really, a person's stories can be whatever they want them to be. Uh, you know, I, it's it's a it's a malleable thing, right? Your story is only your perspective, or even only what you want to share, the parts that you want to share of what you've experienced. Just because you have some good stories, they're your stories, first of all, doesn't mean they're the truth. Your stories don't equal your reputation. How do how do you judge a man on his reputation? For me, when I'm looking at a at an individual and I want to say, does this individual have, have a good reputation in whatever his area of operations is? I look at the people that are surrounding that person, all right? I want to see who that person is partnered with. I want to see the men and women surrounding him or her, all right? Because that, to me, is evidence of a good reputation. When you see somebody 
that is standing alone. They have all these great stories. They look really freaking strong, but they're standing alone. They're not surrounded by men and women that are they're partnered with or, or whatever it may be. That is, to me, evidence that that individual probably has a poor reputation. Because mm-hmm. your reputation is what others that are close to you and know you deeply, know you beyond your versions of your stories. Your reputation is determined by what those people think about you. Yeah. And if you can't surround yourself and partner with people, you can't find people that want to be a part of your mission, that want to be there with you, it's probably because you have a bad reputation. Yeah. yeah you got to ask why somebody's alone. You don't, you don't get anything done. You don't, you're not successful under your own efforts. It takes a team. So if someone's gotten to a point and there's no one else around them, then they've either all left them. I mean, people are not alone by choice. And if you are, then you're in, you know, you're kind of in a bad spot. So that's a good point. Yeah. That, that's the biggest indicator of reputation to me is yeah. who, who's that person surrounded by. Because those people, again, know that individual. My closest advisors, my partners, men like Nathan, Blake, James Ward, Paul Wilder, um, and, and a few others, those men know me beyond my stories that I tell. And you see those men are close to me because... I hope I have a good reputation amongst them. And if I had a poor reputation, then they would not associate with me, and I would be here standing alone. That's that's the best way that I can explain that. Uh, a victim's favorite costume is a wolf's clothing. A victim's favorite costume is a wolf's clothing. This is really uh, a deep, deep thought for me, and maybe some of you can't understand it. But... I'll try to explain it the best I can. A victim, someone that that has that victim mentality, I should say. Maybe not a true victim, but a victim. Somebody that, that just has that mindset that everyone is against me. Everyone's out to get me. I've been done wrong. My life has been so hard. All these things, those are all characteristics of a victim mentality, right? That person's favorite costume is a wolf's clothing, right? Because that victim mentality, it fosters anger, all right? And if you think that you're just constantly, you've been done wrong and life is not fair and you're the victim, the best defense for you is to look like somebody that's super strong and and should be feared, right? It's a defense mechanism. It really is. And that's why, that's why I wrote that. Um, it feels good, you know, for someone that's stuck in that mindset that just thinks they, they're constantly being done wrong. It feels good, and it, it, that anger goes right along with putting on that, that clothing, that wolf's clothing, right? And they're almost putting on the wolf's clothing to make somebody else a victim. You know, like yeah. I think it makes a victim feel good to pass the buck and say, "Well, here I am with this, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna get that Joker for what he's doing." You yeah, know? yeah, no, but, it, it really a, does. A, a leader as a victim should say, "The buck stops with me." You know, like here it is. This is what I've got. I'm gonna deal with it. 
but I'm not going to pass it down and make someone else, you know, feel bad about themselves or whatever. That's right, man. No, you're exactly right. So what the the opposite of this is as would be would be a healthy mindset as you view and you reflect back on your life and yeah, life is not freaking fair to anyone. All right? I don't care what color you are, where you're from, what your background is, there's going to be points, sticking points in your life where it is not fair. We all experience that. So we can play that thing and put on that wolf's clothing and say, well, I'm I'm just, you know, I'm I'm untouchable. I'm just going to be angry and act like, you know, this and that. Or you can just take ownership of the fact that life is hard. Things aren't always fair. You freaking just move along, man. Yeah. You just move move right along. And um, it's a much more healthy mindset when things don't go your way. And, uh, you know, I don't know. Your whole story doesn't have to revolve around the fact that you've been done wrong. Right? And, yeah. and Everybody's you, done wrong. Mm-hmm. Every day. And then you don't have to act like, um, you don't have to act like big, some big tough wolf. Uh, in order to hopefully guard yourself from being done wrong further, it's it's not it's just it's just a facade. Yep. Right. So that's the reason I wrote that post. I know it's kind of deep stuff, you know, to dig into. Show up or shut up. That's the last thing I wrote. There are no substitutes. Um. Again, this goes back to everything that was mentioned earlier in the post. I don't care how many followers you are. I don't care how much noise you make. I don't care how loud you are. I don't care how famous you are. Or I am. I don't, me, if I, let me turn this around on myself. I have followers. I can be pretty loud. I can, I I like, I mean, I I get on here and make some noise sometimes. Uh, I don't know that I'm famous, but people know who I am. I have people to take pictures of me and this and that, right? But at the end of the day, freaking none of that crap matters. What matters is, is I show up. Yeah. I tow the line in life. I continue to push. That's what breaking the world record on the on the Penhody is all about for me. It's 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 an opportunity I've created for myself to have to show up. Yeah. Right? Because none of that other crap matters. If I ever quit showing up, it's time for me to shut up. Period. Yeah. If I ever quit showing up on the battlefield of life, if I ever quit showing up in my own personal life, if I ever quit showing up when it comes to things, the the principles that we live on, like honor, integrity, truthfulness, um, my word is my bond. If I ever quit showing up on that stuff, it's time for me to shut up. And I hope somebody tells me, if I ever get to that place in life, Chad, you need to shut up or you need to start showing up again because there's no substitute for it. All that other stuff is just bull crap. It's great, the only, but, but you know, it, it, it don't mean nothing. Yeah. That's the reason I wrote that. That's all I got on that post. It's a good word. You think so? Oh yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I hope I hope you guys can handle it. 
Hope it's not too much for you for a Wednesday. I hope it even makes sense to you. I mean, I've got a I've got a wild mind here, son. Oh, it's good. It's real. Why they call me Junebug? You just got to you uh you can't make excuses for everything and expect that just because something ain't right or fair that someone it's someone else's job to make it right or fair in your life. You know, yeah. like there's no excuses for anything. Whatever happens, figure out how to get around it and move on. That's it, brother. Um, hey, we had a cool guest on yesterday. It'll be coming out probably on Monday. Chris Hewitt, good friend of mine I grew up with. Solid, solid episode. You guys are going to love it. I can't wait to put it out on Monday. Um, You got anything you want to talk about, Blake? Didn't you have something in your thing? Yeah, I, I mean, it's real short. It's not real long. Well, that's perfect. Not not much. Um, just as I was reading and studying the other day, I was thinking about not throwing your pearls to pigs. Mm-hmm. You know, the good things that you have in life to offer to people. You have to be careful with... We only have a certain amount of energy, right? So the good things you have that you want to share with other people, you have to be selective about who you share it to and with. Not because... It's it's gonna you know this person doesn't need to hear it, but if they're not gonna receive it and implement it, then you're wasting that energy that you have for the day, and that word that you have on somebody that is is not gonna use it. So it's essentially it's it's just been wasted. So I just wanted to challenge everybody that's listening to uh, pay attention to who you're talking to, who you're investing in, and don't be spinning your tires in the mud. It's like when you get stuck in an old mud hole and mm-hmm. you burning all that gas and you ain't getting nowhere wait till you get on some solid ground to to put the pedal to the floor yeah pour into pour into the right people yeah you're right man be a good steward of the pearls of wisdom that you do have um yeah that's all good stuff and i think it's biblical oh yeah yeah that's a good that's a good uh that's a good way to finish up the comms check that's all I got. All right. Nobody Hope. gonna call me a fool. Ain't nobody gonna call him a fool, son. <laughs> Guys, uh, thanks for joining in. I hope y'all have a great weekend. Uh, we'll be out in the wilderness, so we'll catch up with you guys on Monday. We love y'all. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sharing this episode. Thanks for just pouring into everything. You guys are the body of 307 Project. Truly, you are the body of it. It would be nothing without you guys, so... That's it. Enough said.